Skin is a living part of your body and your largest organ. And as skincare experts for over 30 years, Dermalogica's number one focus is on empowering people to achieve their healthiest skin ever. Education is at the heart of everything we do. So our podcast brings advice from top skin health experts directly to you. Join us as we discuss research and skin technologies to help you get real results. Welcome to your skincare journey with Dermalogica. It's time to start living in your healthiest skin. Welcome to Living Skin. I'm Beth Bialco with Global Education, and today we are talking with one of our very own experts, Charmaine Cooper. So welcome back to the podcast, Charmaine. So great to be back with you, Beth. <laughs> so we are excited to have you back with us today to share your passion and your knowledge and your inspiration. And as I mentioned, you know, you were with us on an earlier podcast talking about pigmentation, right? We went through a great deal in our conversations about that, Charmaine. Yeah, we totally. talked, Yeah, we talked about understanding the differences between the various forms, right? What is treatable mm-hmm. versus what's right. not a treat, treatable. But today, I'd love to really dive in and talk about some of those treatment solutions. So, some, yeah, okay. So once someone has a clear understanding, right, of, of what is really going on in their skin, what can we specifically as professional um, skin therapist, what can we recommend? You know, that question literally lights me up because that's what we do. We are skin professionals and we read the skin. That's our, that's our livelihood. I mean, it's hard not to look at skin when you're on a subway, when you're on a bus, when you're walking down the street, it's what we do. Um, But in doing so and having that ability we are also, as it pertains to pigmentation, able to determine pigmentation if it is treatable through skincare or if it's much deeper and therefore requiring a different or a little bit more of a of a detailed approach that might um, be a little bit more um, of a series of an approach, if that makes sense. So for instance, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. If the pigmentation is closer to the surface of the skin, we can absolutely commence the process of giving bespoke professional treatments that are focused around addressing existing pigmentation and at the same time, you know, preventing further formation of irregular pigmentation. And that is about maintaining and also reducing the existing pigmentation that's there, but if it's closer to the surface. We are also, as professionals, able to determine through various consultative questions and various consultative apparatuses if that pigmentation is much deeper. We call that dermal pigmentation. The realm of authority for professional skin therapists with regards to back bar products and professional grade products is really in the epidermal layer, so the upper layers of the skin. But the melanocyte, the pigment cell, the one that spurs out, you know, erratic hyperpigmentation, if it's damaged enough, like we mentioned in the other podcast, sometimes it can become pendulous and tilt on its axis because it lives at the bottom of the epidermis. So if it tilts to its side, it actually starts to spit pigmentation down and not up. Mm -hmm. So it's spitting pigmentation into the 
dermal layers of the skin where we don't have realm of authority with our professional grade formulations. And this simply means that we're gonna to have to either incorporate some other very effective treatments that are available on the market, of course, and often incorporate a very valuable partnership with dermatologists as well. So that dermal pigmentation can only be determined through questions, through um, skincare analysis tools. And usually a little hint for the listeners is, if you have noticed that that spot has been there a long time and it's faded maybe to a certain degree, but it's just that last bit won't go, it could be possible that that's dermal pigmentation. So some of the uh, options out there in the market, just to name a few, are laser treatments. Today's dermatologist treatments, laser, uh, treatment lasers, have a broad range of applications that can be used from the treatment of superficial brown pigmentation lesions, like we kind of mentioned earlier, such as age spots, along with the removal of deeper pigmented lesions, including birthmarks, scars, tattoo removal even, and the removal of some skin cancers also. Another treatment that I want to highlight um, is IPL, and that stands for Intense Pulse Light. Treatments. And these help to address, oh my goodness, sun damage and photo aging in the skin. And today, many of our medically trained skin therapists that are out there can safely administer a variety of IPL treatments. So it's a great option out there for listeners. And LED treatments is another one. And this is the use of light-emitting diodes, or LED treatments, in professional treatments. And it's very, very highly effective, also in reducing hyperpigmentation and other things that contribute to aggressive aging in the skin. The last one I'll highlight for us, Beth, is chemical peels, almost a very common one that I'm sure many of us are very familiar with. Yes. And they are yeah, they're, they're common chemical peels in the market, like glycolic acids, there's lactic, and other various fruit acids to effectively treat hyperpigmentation. So that's just a kind of overview of some of the treatment options out there, but it's really about having that consultation with the professional to be able to confirm, is that dermal pigmentation or is that something that I can treat like in two, three weeks? And again, I just threw that out there, but to effectively treat pigmentation, we like to position a realistic timeline of sometimes four to six weeks. And if it's lingering longer than that, it could be dermal pigmentation. Okay. So, um, and I'm glad you really explained that to Shar about, you know, between dermal pigmentation and epidermal pigmentation, that's not something, you know, an average consumer would necessarily right. be thinking about, right? And yeah, totally. Okay, it's like really having that conversation with your, you know, with your skin therapist, uh, with your dermatologist, and and seeing, you know, which one of these treatment examples that you've given us would be the best for them, not only based upon the type of pigmentation they're experiencing, but also too on their their skin tone, right? That that Fitzpatrick you got it. is also super important. So beyond treatments. I know that there are also two some really fantastic ingredients out on the market that can yeah. be effective effective in treating hyperpigmentation. I'd also like you to maybe even talk about some 
some different wording and some different examples of words that are on the market. I think I see a lot of things out there that say either they're going to lighten or yeah. you know, brighten or they have a, a whitening abil um, ability to them. And that can be a little confusing to to someone who's trying to find the best product for their hyperpigmentation. So if you could take us down that path, that would be fantastic. I would love to. Let's go down the path. So, yes, let's do um, it. <laughs> yeah, so this is an element that we're passionate about completely yes. because it, it starts with effective communication and it starts with um, being able to communicate to, you know, a listener, client, customer, everyone everyone deserves to have the knowledge of how they can achieve their healthiest skin ever. So having the differentiation between those terms is paramount. So whitening ingredients and brightening ingredients are out in the market. But in fact, the term whiten or to whiten is not an accurate representation of what it is we desire to achieve in the skin. I mean, it's, it's kind of dated, but it's not really accurate to what we're achieving, what we want and what everyone desires to have. Rather, we want more luminous skin. We want more radiant skin. We want more of a, a healthier, hydrated skin tone. And to achieve that, we, we want to be able to sift through and navigate through the array of, you know, terms that are out there. Um, I'll say this as well, because I think we've got a, a generation that's very cosmetic savvy, very Instagrammable savvy, and everyone's looking for that Instagram um, perfection and that glow and that radiance. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, beyond even achieving or that desire that we want to achieve, to whiten the skin is not even a healthy approach to go about treating pigmentation. So let me highlight what to brighten means, just so that we can kind of hear that difference. Okay. To brighten, to brighten includes prevention of further pigmentation formation along with achieving a healthier and more even luminous skin. Who doesn't want that? That's me. That's, that's yeah. what we all want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sign me up. Right now. Sun is up. Yes. So exactly. as, we, as, as we both know, apart from hydroxy acids, we want to be able to utilize a cocktail of ingredients to really help to brighten the skin and accelerate cell turnover is definitely one way that we can do that. And I'll also throw in vitamin C. This is honestly one of the choicest ingredients to brighten the skin. It will improve the luminosity and it will also help to enhance radiance in the skin like you wouldn't believe. Now, we all kind of know vitamin C has been around for a while and we love it and we use it and we drink it but, and we eat it, but vitamin C within skincare, there is a challenge that is accompanied with that. The challenge with vitamin C is it is one of the hardest vitamins to stabilize. It's highly volatile, volatile to air, exposure to light, and therefore there's a risk of that vitamin C of actually losing its stability and being ineffective once it even makes its way to the skin. And if it's not protected enough, you know, we got to start questioning, did that vitamin C really give its full capacity of what it claimed it was going to do. And that, mm -hmm. that's kind of where we want to, you know, dispel the whole questioning aspect of the vitamin C. Mm -hmm. 
So with the advancement of science through research and development and our amazing R&D team, um, we've been able to sift through some amazing new or next generation forms of stabilized vitamin C that I am kind of excited about. This really is just a great complex of ascorbic acids with silicium. And this is going to help to maximize bioavailability and strengthen the skin as well. See, and this is when I mentioned that next generation of vitamin C. We're always seeking how we can take what's great and make it even greater. So this is that next level of stabilized vitamin C, protected vitamin C that is going to effectively make its way to the skin, be delivered in the skin, be released in the skin to reduce melanin formation. Some other great ingredients out there to you know, complement the stable forms of vitamin C that we've mentioned are licorice root. Licorice is a great brightener. It's also an antioxidant. Um, one of my all-time favorite ingredients as well is lactic acid. This is a hydroxy acid, but it's kind of not like all the other alpha hydroxy acids out there. We like to say it's kind of a, a cut above, head and shoulders above the rest. And it's because it's, it offers that triple threat to pigmentation. And, and I'll say it this way, lactic acid not only exfoliates, so removes those superficial dead skin cells that may be holding on to the pigmentation, but number two, it also inhibits pigmentation formation. So it's stopping it in its tracks. It helps to kind of intercede or intervene at the production level of pigmentation. So remember I said it's a very complex uh, uh, condition to treat, so it takes time to treat, but this is a very advanced ingredient that's been around for a while, but we love to use it because it helps to inhibit the formation of pigmentation. And the last beauty about the lactic acid benefit is that it's also hydrating. And if that skin is inflamed, as we talked about in the previous podcast, if it's dehydrated, it's probably inflamed. And if lactic acid can hydrate, it's going to help to ward off that tendency to inflammation or sensitivity as well. So I love, love, love lactic acid. Okay. So and, do, you think, yeah. I, do you think, too, then lactic acid would also, too, being a, a brightener, an exfoliant, and a hydrator – oftentimes would be even a better choice for someone who might have maybe a little bit more of, of a sensitive or dehydrated skin, kind of choosing that versus something too oh aggressive. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. In fact, um, you know, many individuals who aren't aware that there are options of hydroxy acid that there might go with too harsh or too abrasive mm -hmm. of, a, of a form of hydroxy acid. I mean, there's many options out there, but you know, we prefer to, you know, select lactic acid, let's say over glycolic acid, only because glycolic acid tends to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more harsh. And um, someone who's sensitive and dehydrated would feel that tingle and sometimes even a burn from the glycolic acid. And the second reason why we prefer your um, lactic over glycolic is that Remember, lactic also has two other benefits. It yeah. hydrates and it brightens. Yes. Okay, fantastic. So why not go for more, more bang in your buck? Exactly. Exactly. So. Okay, and what about other, uh, a couple other or some additional ingredients that you're really loving for brightening the skin? I love oligopeptide. I have to say that slowly because I don't want it to come out 
as illegal peptide. It's O spelled with the O, <laughs> O-legal <laughs> peptide, um, is an amazing chain of amino acids. And we have, you know, uh, evolved illegal peptide 34 to an even more effective form of illegal peptide. And it's illegal peptide 51. And it's just the next level, next generation of that, which really helps to, again, inhibit melanin production at seven different intervals of the formation of pigmentation. Without it getting too crazy in terms of its science, it's just super effective. The last thing I will mention here, Beth, as well, is retinoids. Yes. I like to, you know, I, I mean, I like to say vitamin A really is the quintessential ingredient to when it comes to treating aging. But remember, a branch of aging is photoaging. And that is the most prevalent that we are seeing on our skin, on our client's skin, on our customer's skin. And this is something that we can treat. So when incorporating retinol or retin-A or retinoids, that category, into your regimen at nighttime, you couple up with the reparative and the um, restorative, transformative phase of the skin at nighttime. So retinoids are absolutely amazing on the skin for pigmentation as well. Yes. And I am a huge fan of, of using retinol, especially for not only for brightening the skin, but, you know, for the signs of aging. So that oligopeptide 34, oligopeptide 51, you mentioned in one of your favorite products in the C12 Pure Bright Serum. And then, of course, Dermalogic has some great retinol products. I mean, our overnight retinol repair, I think, is, yeah. is such a, a fantastic <laughs> choice. Now, speaking of our, of our favorite ingredients, which we could probably talk about these all day. Um, right. We're, we're a little biased. <laughs> um, what about when in regards to vitamin C? What's your, what's your current, I would like to say, your current favorite um, of our, our vitamin C products? Uh, don't even get me started, but you went there. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and answer that question. Mm -hmm. I am absolutely obsessed with Biolumin C Serum. From the moment I've applied this product on my skin, just the application and delivery of what I know to be stable forms of vitamin C, not just one, but multiple stable forms of this complex, I've seen, I've felt, I've noticed the change of, uh, you know, the pigmentation levels of my skin. Again, I'll get the occasional breakout and then I got to deal with that for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. But now the rate at which it's fading and dissipating has just been expedited. So I'm completely obsessed. And this is something that I will champion and herald from the mountaintops. It's an amazing, amazing serum that everyone can actually see the benefits and use from. Yes, definitely. I am. I'm right there with you. I'm obsessed with it as well. Just the just the texture and the ease of application, and like you yeah. said, you know that stabilized complex of, of vitamin C is so is so key because as you mentioned, we were talking about you know using vitamin C on the skin, and one of the it being one of the hardest ingredients to to stabilize. I mean, not all vitamin C serums are the same, so I think it's important right. for you know our listeners to really like you know do your research and see what fits best into your skincare routine um, as well. So, you know, Charmaine, we have covered so much, right, over the <laughs> past two podcasts. I know you and I no, have known each other. No, it's not over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have known each other for so long. I mean, just 
one of one of my nearest and dearest friends, but on top of that, you know, just an exceptional leader and industry oh, expert. Beth, thank you. Of course. We're just so fortunate to have you. So I am going to have to ask you to really give maybe a, just a few nuggets of advice, your advice out there, you know, to our listeners today as it pertains to pigmentation. What would those, you know, key top takeaway points be for them? Absolutely. I mean, thank you, first of all, just for, you know, just your words and obviously for, you know, asking this fantastic question, because I think at the end of the day, um, you know, you and I are professionals. I admire your work. I admire your expertise. But when we're dealing with clients, when we're dealing with customers, when we're dealing with people, our family, our friends, let's be real. I think people just want to know, okay, I, I know I've heard these lists of ingredients and I've researched this and this is on Instagram and this is on social media. Mm-hmm. But what would you say is great for me? Everybody wants to know, honestly, what's your advice? What is, and, and that's what we're here for. As skin therapists, we give authentic advice that is genuine and that's really the heart and that's what lights me up about people like you and various ones of us in the industry. So the question that you've asked, I'm going to give three. I think I have to summarize it in three. If I were to okay. say with regards to pigmentation, having lived it, am living it, and will continue to live through this, I'm going to encourage everyone to, one, be patient. Be patient. Pigmentation takes time to form. It takes time to reverse because it took time to form. So with proper education and I think with a heart of commitment and dedication, you absolutely will see improvement. But it really takes patience, and that really is going to take you through the long haul as well. And it might even shorten that long haul just a little bit as well. Um, my second piece of advice that I would give is, you know, break those cyclical habits. No more. If, I mean, if I could get everyone that's listening just to raise your right hand, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. No one's watching you in the gym or in your car. <laughs> and just repeat after me. I will not perform bathroom surgery. So, right. you know, don't pick the skin. Don't, don't squeeze the breakout. Don't, you know, don't avoid, you know, the use of, you know, ingredients that you know can really help to reverse the temptation of squeezing and picking and taking care of it yourself. Use innovative ingredients. Consult with your skin therapist and see what the recommendations are for you. And my third one that I would say, and this one is in capital letters, always, always, always wear your sunscreen. Yes. And never, ever, ever give that up. That would be my number three for you. And that's what I tell my family, and they're going to hear it again as long as I live. I love that. I love that. These, I mean, you have heard it here today from our expert, uh, Charmaine. Thank you again for always such an enjoyable podcast, so informative um, and engaging as well. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart as being a co-worker and just really taking the time to share your expertise with us. We're so thankful for you and your dedication 
and your passion to not only the skin industry, but to also our professional skin therapists around the world. So thanks again for joining us and we can't wait to have you again. Thank you, Beth. It's been my absolute joy and honor. And I'll just say, you know, passion begets passion. And um, that's the one thing that we should never let go of. So thank you for the honor of being with you. It's been a blast. And um, they've been amazing. I listen to them all the time. So I love, love, love your Living Skin podcast. So thank you. Thank you for listening to Living Skin. You can find us on iTunes and the podcast section of Google Play Music. And don't forget to rate and subscribe. For more information, visit Dermalogica.com. And until next time, thank you for listening.